Greetings in the name of Jesus and welcome to Dream Big and Make It Happen Ministries. My name is Bishop Gail Oliver and I am just uh, excited and full of joy, uh, joy that comes from the Lord, of course, to come before you today. And I thank God for allowing us this opportunity to come before you to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to talk about a very important topic today. We want to talk about this generation, this generation. And as we move forward, I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer and then I will introduce uh, one of my, my good friends, Bishop Henry, Henry Mukisa, all the way from Uganda in Africa, by way of Africa, and one of our administrators, Sister Ashley Ciprian. Amen. So with that, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer and we are going to get started in the Word of God. And we're just going to allow the Holy Ghost just to flow through us. Uh, there's many, many, many people that need to be saved, healed, and delivered. Father, we thank you right now for your love, mercy, and your grace. We thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Thank you for calling us out of the darkness into your marvelous light. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that rest, rule, and abide in us, Father. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, as you have provided Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, Lord God, to go across the world and yes, the nations and yes. preaching and teaching and sharing the love of Christ through the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, for your love, your mercy, your grace, your compassion. We thank you for this opportunity, opportunity through the power of the Holy Ghost to come before your people because you know all of your children. You know who your children are. So we just pray now, Lord God, that you will have everybody tune in, that you want to be tuned in, all ears open to hear the word of God. Use each and every one of us today, Lord God. Sister Ashley, Bishop Henry, we thank you. Use us according to your will. Receive the glory today. In Jesus' name, your children say amen. Once again, and welcome to Dream Big and Make It Happen Ministries. We thank God for the very word of God. And we say Dream Big is about having faith in the God that we serve. We serve a big God. So that's why we call this ministry Dream Big and Make It Happen Ministries. Because you have to walk by faith and not by sight. When God says he's going to bless you, get ready because he is going to bless you. So we thank God for the gift of eternal life. We thank God for this opportunity to come before you today. And just to dialogue through the power of the Holy Ghost about this generation, what it looks like, and what we can do to help this generation. God has had me praying for the children since last year, specifically uh, praying for children, praying for the youth, and ever since then, he's been showing me and revealing to me how our children are under attack, how our youth is under attack. And so we pray that the good Lord will just flow through us today. We have Bishop Henry Mukisa from Uganda, and we have Sister Ashley from Santa Ana, California. God bless you. Once again, my name is Bishop Gail Oliver from the Greater Life Family Church. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And we are going to move forward and, to, and we want to see what God has for us today to give to you today. In Jesus' name, welcome. Bishop Henry Mukisa, God bless you. We thank God for having you all the way by from Uganda, uh, Africa, beautiful place, a uh, beautiful brother in Christ, Sister Ashley, amen, one of our administrators, and she is the youngest one in the group today, amen. I know Brother McKeesa looks like he's about 21, 22, amen, but he has a wife and a couple of children, right? Yeah. Amen. And so she is really uh, representing the youth today, amen. Yeah. So, Sister Ashley, when it comes to, matter of fact, 
tell the audience a little bit about yourself, how old you are, and your experience your experience as a youth in the world and also youth uh, in the ministry or in the kingdom of God as a child of the Most High God. What is it that you're seeing in this generation? Sarah, I'm 26 and I am only here by faith at this moment um, to step out as a youth of this generation to even share and speak on the Holy Spirit is foreign. It's not a thing. It's not cool. It's not hip. It's not what's happening. Um, mm. And that goes with identity and temporary things. For example, with social media, um, it's so temporary. You put an image up there and someone sees it and that person wants to be like that. And Mm. But it'll change the next day. So we're saying we're dealing with a copycat generation. Identity crisis. Identity. There you go. Identity crisis. You must know who you are and who we are in Christ. That's a good point. Real quick, what do you have to say about identity crisis? What is that you experience over in Uganda? Do you guys have a challenge with the youth? Um, oh, yes. What type of challenges? Oh, yes. Uh, I believe uh, generally all over the world. Yes. Just as you opened up, yes. the next generation is under attack. Mm. Children are under attack, and it's a well-laid strategy of the enemy. Come on, because the enemy is aware of uh, of this generation. Of yes, this is the last generation, and the enemy is aware that he has limited time. Yes, so yes. By all means, he is trying to do whatever he can. Yes. To execute his plan. Yes. And how is he going to execute his plan? He's looking at the young generation. Yes. Because these are people who carry the purposes of yes. God. These are people who are young, energetic, yes. they still have a dream. Yep. So what he does is just to twist out, right. you know, and focus them on things that do not build their lives. Yes. Yes. On things that do not, you know, glorify God. Right. On things that do not uh, help them to identify right. the original divine or God-ordained purposes. Amen. So we have our uh, um, crisis of identity. Amen. Exactly. And uh, you mentioned something that's powerful and I I want everyone to um, uh, write this down, if you would. Write this down. It's very important. He mentioned that the devil knows that his time is short, so he's running rampant. You may uh, find that in Revelations, the 12th chapter. Mm. So read that whole chapter. You'll see that in there as the enemy knows that his time is short, and we're seeing all types, all kinds of evil going on, um, and we know that it is... Uh, um, people acting in the darkness, uh, darkness, walking in the darkness and not knowing what they're doing, not understanding what they're doing. Jesus prayed from the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They're in the dark and don't know it. We were once all in the darkness, amen, so we're not putting anyone down because God called all of us out of the darkness into his marvelous light. So we give God the glory that we're saved and we give God the glory that he has placed uh, his love in us to the power of the Holy Ghost so we can love our, our uh, brothers and sisters Immediately, we can love our enemies because mm. God gives us the capacity to love our enemies. Oh, yes. But when we have, when we're talking and focus on the youth, we have to do more to express the love for the, mm. the youth. We're watching this generation just fall by the wayside, and once again, it's like, do they know? Do they understand what's going on, or is it just, uh, let's get up and go to Disneyland every day? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that attitude. I want to go ahead and read. Um, 
from the book of Philippians in the New Testament, um, the second chapter, and I'm going to read a few verses because I want, I really, I'm asking God to really help us to help you today, help us to help our youth today. Um, there's so much going on, and I'm fighting back the tears right now because I'm just thinking about every since God has had me praying for the children and the youth, he's been revealing to me how they're under attack, and it's uh, some of the things that are going on, it's just very painful. And so we want to interrupt what the devil is doing with the truth, with the word of God. Amen. So Philippians, the second chapter, starting at verse 12, says, So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, um, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Now, he's talking to believers now, so I want you to pay attention and listen up. Amen. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above above reproach in the midst of crooked of a crooked and perverse generation. I want to highlight that again, so I'll read that again. So that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world. Somebody has to be the light. The light, the, uh, we know that Jesus is the light of the world. And as he calls us out of the darkness into his marvelous light, his light is in us. And we have to allow our light to shine through obedience, which means we submit to our almighty God. And we want to make sure we understand the importance of becoming disciples, learners, followers of Jesus Christ, which means we have to submit to the Lord. We submit to the Holy Ghost, who is God. Amen. And we submit to those who have authority over us because it's very important to learn who you are in Christ. Hear what I'm saying? As Sister Ashley was saying, there's an identity crisis. We have to learn who we are in Christ. So this is why I want you to, I want, I want to read this to you so you get this, so you understand what's going on with this generation. It is a perverse generation right now. And we're going to talk about some of these things that I, uh, we're going to identify the, uh, some of the perverse things we're talking about. Um, and if God says it's a sin, guess what? It's a sin. If it's a perverse generation, then it is what God says. It's a perverse generation. And so among whom you appear as lights in the world. Um, and then we say we have holding fast the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I will have reason to glory because I did not run in vain, nor toil in vain. Sometimes as believers, it kind of seems like it could be like we're wasting our time or as Lord is, or we can say, Lord, is things ever going to change? And we can even get to that point where, Lord, am I, am I preaching the right words? Is this what you want me to preach? Am I, you know what I'm saying? Am I, uh, am I doing the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? And let me give you this. The word of God is always the right thing to preach. Oh, yes. The word of God is always the right thing to teach. Amen. Mm. Jesus Christ is the word. And so we want to begin to interrupt what the devil is doing in the name of Jesus. Now, why do I say that? Because social media, if we just take a, I mean, talk about social media. Just look at that, right? What type of perverse things are we seeing on TV, mm. hearing on the radio, uh, uh, Facebook, and some of, some of these Instagram 
Is there anything wrong with that, what we're seeing? Or, or, or is there anything wrong with Facebook, YouTube? Or is it the things that the enemy is influencing people to put on the TV, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Instagram, social media? Yeah. What is it that you see that you know right off the top is like, okay, hold on. <laughs> this is wicked, it's evil. Um, this is hurting people this way, it's hurting our children that way. Can you speak on that for a minute? Uh, yes, the biggest one is sexual immortality. Okay, sexual immorality, uh, amen. Uh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Praise God. Sexual immorality, why is that a big one? That's that, and it's a good one too. Yeah. It's one of those sneaky ones as well. It's sneaky because it's easy. It's so sly. It'll come off as, oh, they're just flirting with somebody, or this is the way it's supposed to go, and it's not the truth. Okay, and then um, we also know that some, some through some social media, you can see people getting naked on there, oh, yeah. dancing, things. What causes that, you think? Uh, definitely, um, in the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. the enemy wants to kindle a fire of wickedness. Because mm -hmm. definitely, you know, our mind is connect when our mind connects to something mm -hmm. definitely it will tilt to that direction mm -hmm. so if uh, uh, I mean I pop up on the internet and it is free it is uh, mm -hmm. I mean it is so easy right for me to tap into uh, I mean nude pictures right. I mean watch all these uh, sexual mm -hmm. movies right. definitely it's going to affect me and I'm, I'm going to you know focus on that direction yeah. the first thing it will be how do I put it in practice right. I've watched it right now how do I you know <laughs> how do I make it happen right right <laughs> and of course pull me to that direction yeah. so that is what the enemy is all about yeah. you know kindling the fire yeah but the fire of wickedness right but you know the Bible says that uh, do not arise right love when it is not in the right time mm -hmm. I mean there is a, a, an appointed time for everything right. right if it is sex there is an appointed time for Correct. sex Come on. you know according to the Bible right but because the enemy wants to focus our generation uh, even before time mm -hmm. that's why they'll bring all these things can you imagine just just reason I mean teaching a 12 year old about sex about these and what seeds are you sowing in yeah. their life yeah yeah at the end of that day we'll see a generation that goes beyond control yeah that's right but it I is think we're seeing it already <laughs> we are seeing it already we are seeing it yes. already yes. And, uh, especially uh, many of uh, many of our friends here in the yeah. United States yeah. Yeah. We are seeing all these things happening in schools, right. shootings like never yeah. before, and all. It's not even the gun issue, but yeah. it is a cultural issue. Yes, it is. I mean, it is something. There is something that is going wrong. Hello, come on. With the generation. Yes. For a 19-year-old to get the gun and kill, you know, 17. Yes. Even many others are still dying. It is a shame. I mean, yes. it is terrible. It yes. is bad. But yeah. it does not just happen in an overnight. Right. It is because some of these kids have been exposed to violent yes. movies, to yes. violent scenes, yes. violent video games, and mm -hmm. it built something within mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So they even have the guts to, I mean, kill like that. Yeah, yeah, and don't, no, they do not have respect or honor exactly. human life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and that's a challenge because we have so many young folks, and I know uh, the enemy is targeting, let's say, fourth graders to join gangs and things of this mm -hmm. sort, to sell drugs, um, and so killing is one, sexual perversion is another, challenge and one thing when we go back to sexual perversion 
what is the cause of all that, okay? In Christ, we're, uh, once we accept Christ as Lord and Savior, the Bible says old things have passed away. We're new creatures in Christ. But we have to be aware of the flesh. Uh, the flesh loves the lust of the flesh, lust of the, I mean, lust of the eyes and pride of life. Mm -hmm. Three areas that Satan challenges us or tests us or tries us and tempts us, let me say. I'm going to use the word tempt. The three areas that the devil tries to tempt us in is the lust of eyes, lust, lust of the flesh, flesh, and pride of life. Oh, let me say it another way. The enemy knows your flavor. Amen. And so, of course, when you're trying to do right, the enemy's going to send the wrong knocking on your door. Oh, Amen. Yes. Um, he knows your flavor. Uh, I believe sex is one of the challenges for this oh, generation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> violence is one of the challenges. Mm -hmm. Drugs, uh, uh, internet, social media. What are the challenges? Fighting, bullying, yeah, course, uh, teenage pregnancy. Yeah, lack of self-esteem. Lack of self-esteem. Not knowing who they are, which right. Is, yeah, which is generally yeah. identity. Yeah and, yeah, and as a child of the Most High God, we should not lack self-esteem we have to know that he who is in us is greater than he is in the world so what does it take to bounce back and understand okay wait a minute the devil lied to me this is who I am actually what was your uh, some of your challenges uh, you were able to share your testimony um, I believe earlier this year yes. that testimony wind up helping a lot of other people. This is why the devil does not want you to share your story. But when God delivers you from uh, from something, do not fear telling your story because all have sinned and fallen short of the glory oh, yes. of God. All of us have mm. sinned. Amen. And we're here to testify to let you know if God can change us, he can change you. If he can save us, he can save you. Mm. If he can deliver us, he can deliver you. So Ashley, if you're going to help these youth, where's your heart at as far as uh, if God says, I want you to target uh, the children that are going through this, what would that be? What would be the answer? Who do you really have compassion for as far as the hurting children? What area, if you could do something, you can pray in a certain area uh, for these youth, what would that look like? It starts with trust. Mm -hmm. um, we want something so quick. Mm. And God refines us, and that's a whole process. So yes. it's about commitment. Mm -hmm. And you have to say, this is what we want. Mm. Um, mm. It's heavy. Yeah. Because it starts at 13, and you're asking why, and you're running to this, you're running to that person. You're looking for love. You're looking for friends. You're looking for comfort. Mm. That's good. And you're not finding it at home. A lot of kids are looking outside of home. That's where they learn something first. Mm. So Jesus is not being taught in the house. Come on. <laughs> the word is not taught now. That's oh, yeah. good. They're going to run. They're looking yeah. for love, and God is love. So yes, he is. Outside. They're going to get that boyfriend who hmm. is going to whisper those lies into him, tell him, I love you, more than anybody has ever. <laughs> the Pacific <laughs> Ocean There's <laughs> <laughs> something off the wall, and they're yes. going to believe it because they don't know what's in the word. Uh -huh. And that was big for me, was mm. getting in the word. Come because with my identity crisis, I would see an image or somebody, like, I want to be like that, I want mm. that. And then I'll go the next day and it's something different. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, this is fleeting. This is not concrete. This is not truth. And I love truth. I love honesty. Amen. So, and that's what we need. We need the truth. It's, mm -hmm. it's the lies we've bought into that's oh, gotten yeah. us in trouble. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Brother Henry, in your youth, 
What do you, what do you, what would you say your biggest challenge was as you were growing up, maybe in elementary, junior high school, or high school? What was your greatest challenge you think to where you'd like to help those youths in that area that are struggling with those things that you struggle with? Oh, definitely. I think uh, the greatest for my case was uh, identity. Uh -huh. uh, because when my father had uh, an accident, um, I was like a year old, and mm -hmm. you know, life like drifted. Right. From the middle, we are like middle class because my dad had a job and all that. So like life drifted mm. and then straight to the bottom. Right. So he went back to the village. He was incapacitated. Mm. And, you know, I grew up struggling. At right. the age of nine, I started, you know, selling things on the streets mm. to raise money for my education. And right. That was unusual, of course, uh -huh. uh, to a young child. But one of the other things, I, I got bullied because mm. my dad was incapacitated and could not hear because mm. of the accident. Right. So they would say, oh, that's the son of the deaf man, you mm -hmm. know. So I lost esteem. I didn't have, like, people to support me, to encourage me. Wow. And nobody believed that I would become anything. Mm -hmm. But I remember, you know, as I went mm -hmm. through this, it was so depressing. It was so discouraging. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody believed in me. Even the people who were close to us, you know, they would see, they would see me struggling. Mm -hmm. My sister ended up, you know, getting married at maybe the age of 16. Wow. Uh, because she could not cope up with life. But because I was a, a guy, definitely mm. I wouldn't get married. Right. I had to wrap it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when I, ex when I met with Jesus, and one of the things I got was hope. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember this evangelist saying, you know, when you meet Jesus, he gives you hope. And right. That is what I needed. Right. And I understood that no matter what I was going through, you know, I was not a misfit. Mm -hmm. I was within the bracket of the will of God. Right. I was within the plans of God. And I held on to that. Mm -hmm. And I remember something phenomenal happened. When I was, you know, they started to teach us about God speaking right. and, you know, hearing Jesus and things, uh, stuff like that. So one day I was just in our farm praying in the garden and uh, I just had this visit, I mean, audible voice. Mm -hmm. And the voice said, Henry, called me Henry, uh, uh, I'm going to, you know, I love you and I'm going to use you for my glory. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by that time. I thought somebody physically was speaking to me. Mm -hmm. So I had to walk around the garden and search out and, you know, I was convinced somebody was speaking mm -hmm. to me, right. you know, as in a person because right. I was still a young Christian and right. I didn't know how God speaks and stuff right. like that. But it was so audible. Amen. But when I went to church, the pastor spoke about hearing the voice of God and oh, you know this confirmed what I was going through right so basically I can narrow it to this that it was wow. identity it was because of what I went through right. and I believe there are many youth out there mm -hmm. who are struggling with this you know the uh, the world has told you you are nothing right Come you on. know you cannot make it that's right you are not you a misfit yes because you are not even you look you are born out of the wedlock yes. you know look uh, you are not smart enough you know, you cannot make it. But we are here to encourage you. That's right. When you come back to the money, when mm. you come back to the foundation, come on. when you Listen come up. back to somebody <laughs> who can, who created you, mm. who has the best plans, come for the on. Bible declares that he has good plans. Come on. And you begin to believe the good plans. Uh -huh. You begin to walk mm. into this and renew your mind right. according to the word of God. I tell you, you live, you learn to live above. Come on. 
you learn to live above you know what the world is telling right, you right and you believe in yourself that I'm wonderfully and fearfully made I am not a misfit God is with me he has Amen. a better plan and you know you encourage yourself Amen. and I tell you you'll be more than a conqueror and you will live to your dream <laughs> in the name of Jesus Amen. and as parents um, I think we have a lot uh, a part to play in that and that is oh, to yes. continue to pour positive words the word of God into our children mm. train up a child in the way he should go when he gets oh, older yes. he will not depart from it oh, yes. one of the things I thank God because of the things I went through as a child mm. um, I started teaching my children once I had uh, three daughters amen mm. started teaching my daughters and my granddaughter I have one granddaughter so I teach them one thing and they when I start saying it they repeat after me mm. simply this I am a winner I will win why I'll tell you why because I have faith courage and enthusiasm wow. and they have to do it like that they have to repeat if they get to that enthusiasm mm. it's like and enthusiasm not repeat right. <laughs> we'll do it again <laughs> so I am a winner remember in Christ Jesus you are all winners in Christ mm. you must accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior if you want life and life more abundantly outside of Christ we were all the walking dead but Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins was buried and rose on the third day if you believe that in your heart believe the gospel of Jesus Christ mm. then you must repent of your sins and invite Jesus Christ in your heart to be Lord and Savior and once you do that old things are passed away oh, yes. and you are now a new creature in Christ if you're ready to accept Christ as Lord and Savior please repeat after me father I do believe I do believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ died on the cross, died on the cross for my sins, for my sins was, buried was buried and rose, and rose on, the third day. on the third day. I repent of my sins. I, repent of my sins. I ask for forgiveness, uh, forgiveness of all my sins. I ask for forgiveness of all my sins. I invite you into my heart I invite you to, be my my Lord to be my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus save, me. save me. Amen. So Amen. if you have just accepted Christ, Christ says, Lord and Savior, you ought to celebrate. Heaven rejoices when one sinner repents. We thank God for the opportunity to come before you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Our special guest, Ashley Cipriani, our special guest, Bishop Henry Mukisa from Uganda, and I am Bishop Gail Oliver saying God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. We love you in the name of Jesus Christ. If you accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, glory be to God. You are now a child of the Most High God, and you're in the kingdom of God. Now it's time to become a disciple, student, learner, follower, get a Bible, get into a church that teaches the word of God, not religion, teaches relationship, a love relationship with God, our creator. The word is the truth. Jesus Christ is the word. You need to get in the word so the word will get in you. Thank God for you. Dream big. Make it happen. God loves you and so do we. God bless you. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television.